the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. What is going on, anyone and everyone that might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? Smash with you here. Big shout out to those listening in the spirit world. Huge howdy to the High Holy Three and Triple J. I love you. I'm just looking at various things that happened today. Boy, I remember this too. I should have brought some doors to play. I didn't, even, I didn't know until just now. But the doors, the band, the doors... In 1967, on this date, uh, they appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show for the first and last time. Because there's a line in uh, in Light My Fire. It says, um, we couldn't get much higher. Girl, we couldn't get much higher. All right? Speaking of getting high, it's 1967. The hippie culture was running rampant. Jim Morrison's talking about we couldn't get much higher. I mean, you probably got the best buzz going that you could have at that particular point in time in the history of modern buzzing. They wanted him, the Ed Sullivan Show, to change it to, girl, we couldn't get much better. That's kind of pusillanimous on the way out, isn't it? But it's just me thinking lyrically. Hey, hey, hey! It's going to be a fantastic day here. Ah, I'm looking forward to it. always look forward to it when Super Soul Sister joins in. She'll be on... In just a little bit, and I'm gonna try to ask her, you know, ask her to get a little more timid, and uh, we'll see what she does as far as the political sphere and cultural sphere. It's the thing we call experience black and white. Since I'm there, I'm the white guy. So yeah, experience black because Super Soul Sister is a black lady and white. Dagon, I'm a white guy. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Ain't wrong with anybody else yeah, boy 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 talk about I ain't even say this stuff's wrong anymore it's just unfortunate just unfortunate I'm talking about Joe Biden I'm gonna, I'm gonna be praising George uh, Joe Biden later and George Biden too but I'm gonna be praising him later so I, I go all I'm one of these straddlers alright everybody hates me because I straddle the fence well you need to take a side well I did take a side I took the side of the fence all right? So, but come on, man. I don't know when this even happened. And I don't know if this is th- this particular month. But I'm going to play it for you here, and you got to listen very, very closely. Because Joe Biden is at a Hispanic event, and they introduce him. And it's only like maybe four or five seconds, but it seems like 10 minutes. He don't come out. 
And then he finally comes out. And then once he comes out, you got to listen closely because I only got this played up for once, all right? So uh, so here we go. And I, I'm, I'm laughing at this. This is funny. This is funny because, you know, I'm an old dude, but I'm hip. What is hip? Tell me, tell me. Do you think you know what is hip? If you're really hip, the past 10 years will show you're on a hip trip, maybe bigger than hip. It's going a little tower power for you right there. Here's Joe, Bri- uh, Joe, Joe Biden. Here he is. El vicepresidente, I'm honored to present <laughs> vice president and the future president of the United States, Joe Biden. It's like 10 people in the room. Where is he? Oh, here he goes. Now listen, this is great. I just have one thing to say. Hang on here. I tell you what, if I had the talent of any one of these people, I'd be, I'd be elected president by acclamation. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, hello and happy Hispanic, Hispanic Heritage Month. I'm telling you what. Happy Hispanic Month. Hello and happy Hispanic, yeah, okay, yeah, Hispanic we, Heritage Month. We got it, Mr. VP. Uh, Hello oh, and yeah, happy yes. Hispanic, Hispanic Heritage Month. Certainly. And, uh, Hello and happy Hispanic, okay. Hispanic Heritage Month. All right, is that it? That's it. Okay, so uh, that was kind of unfortunate, but yet at the same time, it made me think, is this National Hispanic Month? I don't know. I didn't even know they had one, to tell you the truth, and I, I'm not even being racist. Oh, you didn't know about it? You're a racist. I didn't know about it. I'm not a racist. I may be a dumbass, but I'm a racist. No, I'm not a racist because I didn't know about National Hispanic Awareness Month. Bravo. Muy bien. All that kind of stuff. So with that in mind, I mean, I don't know whether you write off that that National Hispanic, I mean, uh, Hispanic Month to senility, to Oftentimes, especially when you are doing public speaking, whether it be on the radio, whether it be on a screen, whether it be on a platform, oftentimes your mind is racing ahead of where you are right now because you're thinking about what's next. So that might have happened with Joe Biden right there. And so you step on your tongue, as the, the term goes, and you say National Hispanic Month as opposed to Hispanic Month. And uh, as far as what is Hispanic, well... That is anything that is, shall we say, cultured to the language of Spain, Mexico, the Spanish language, Hispanic, whether it be in the United States or wherever it might be, Hispanic. With that in mind, I got to go with one of my favorite Hispanics, all right? Well, he's not Hispanic, uh, really, he's uh, from Miami. Okay, but he is of that culture, all right? I got to play this for you. You know, I'm tired of playing a nice up-tempo, happy-go-lucky tune, first thing. With every smash show. So here it is. This is my man. I love this guy. Mr. Worldwide. Pitbull. I'm a fireball. Who plays Pitbull on a talk station? Your daddy do. Fireball. 
came, I conquered. Or should I say I saw, I conquered, I came. This little chica on fire, he ain't no lie. Well, y'all slipping, he's running the game. Now, big bang, boogie, get that kitty little nookie in a nice, nice little shave. I gave Susie a little pat up on the booty, and she turned around and said, Walk this way. I can't do it as fast as Pitbull does. Daggone it. I love Pitbull. You know why? Because the man has what I call positive audacity. He's got the positive to be what he perceives himself to be and puts it forth and people buy into it. Bravo. So if it is, well, then happy National Hispanic Month. If it's not, whatever it is, for next year, right? Coming up, whatever the case might be. Oh, man, I tell you what. I don't know, maybe it's me. I don't get it no more. When I heard that Carol Baskin from Tiger King was going to be on Dancing with the Stars, I'm thinking to myself, who in the world would have booked that? Why? She put the Tiger King in jail. She got him to figure that maybe the Tiger King killed like five tigers and buried him under his house. And she's on Dancing with the Stars. While he's in there in jail dancing in his own individualistic manner. Shame. Shame on you, Carol Baskin. But Carol Baskin's on Dancing with the Stars. It's just been, I think, a huge publicity stunt on their part. So what more could they possibly do than that? All eyes were on Carol Baskin as she made her Dancing with the Stars debut Monday night. But what's really got people talking? A commercial that aired during the show featuring her missing second husband's family. And Carol, well, she's got something to say about it. 
I'm not at all surprised. Here's what went down. During a commercial break on Monday's premiere episode of the hit dancing competition, a spot aired in local Florida markets that brought up allegations regarding the 1997 disappearance of Carol's second husband, Don Lewis. We need to know what happened to our father. The commercial featured Don's three daughters, Gail, Linda, and Donna, along with their former assistant, Ann McQueen, and the family's attorney. Don Lewis mysteriously disappeared in 1997. His family deserves answers. They deserve justice. Do you know who did this or if Carol Baskin was involved? A $100,000 reward has been funded. You can call the tip line. Of course, the story of his disappearance was featured on Netflix's Tiger King. His own kids demanded that they DNA test the meat grinder. Joe Exotic alleged in the docuseries that Carol killed her husband, a claim that she has adamantly denied. But on Monday night, while speaking with E.T., the Big Cat Rescue CEO didn't seem too concerned about the ad. Don Lewis's family, I don't know if you know this, but they took out an ad during some of the airings of Dancing with the Stars, and, and they call you out in the ad, and, and I wondered how you felt about that airing during the show. I, I'm not at all surprised. Why do you say that? It's just been, I think, a huge publicity stunt on their part, so what more could they possibly do than that? Anything you would have to say to them? No. Anything you'd have to say to anybody who's seen that ad? I haven't seen the ad. What do you have to say to the critics out there of you? Find something to do that's worthwhile with your life. <laughs> Spending time worrying about what I'm doing is probably not a real good use of your time. How do you feel at all? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm not worried about what people say because even when they're saying things that are negative, it's keeping the conversation out there in the public eye. And as long as I can keep that conversation out there, I can keep the cats in the spotlight. And that's my goal. As for her performance, the 59-year-old received a total score of 11 out of 30, the lowest of the night, dressed head to toe in what else? Tiger print, obviously. Naturally, Carol and her pro partner, Pasha, danced to Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, she says she'll never perform with a real tiger. Absolutely not. Okay. Tigers belong in the wild. They don't belong in cages, period. And that's why I'm here, is to try and get that message out that we should not be breeding them for life in prison for our own amusement. That's just horrible of us to do that. Well, how did you feel emotionally, uh, Carol, having gone on this journey and having this night go and, and getting, you know, maybe some lower scores? I feel good about it. I, I always feel like there's huge room for improvement on anything. And I feel like if we made it this far in two weeks, every week that we survive the show, that it's going to just get better and better. You know, I'd get uh, nutty about her being on the show, except Nellie is on the show also. <laughs> Nellie. It's getting hot in her. So Nellie's on the show too. And I love Nellie. But... This lady, for some odd reason, I, I really didn't take to, especially off the show Tiger King. I don't know if you saw it. It's on Netflix. It's Tiger King. He cared for the animals, supposedly. They all care for the animals, supposedly. But, hey, she's on Dancing with the Stars. He's not. I'm not. I mean, I got I got myself some dance moves, but I ain't on Dancing with the Stars. We ought to do a, is there a St. Louis version of that? Because I'd win that thing in a second. Don't even worry about it. But as far as Carol Baskin is concerned, I didn't get to see her on Dancing with the Stars, dancing it up with her partner, Pasha, 
And uh, anyway, I, I asked one of her her friends, "How how did uh, she do? How how was that dance couple?" They're great. And that's what the uh, Tiger Kingdom had to say. No, don't get mad at me. It was just easy to do. All right, it was just easy to do. Easy comedy. That's just me. Easy, easy, easy. Don't get me mad. <laughs> right now i'm saying welcome to my house because next friday the 25th of september my house smash daily as it normally is here wbgz will be transformed into the beauty of the saint charles convention center broadcasting live from the saint charles convention center next friday the 25th Smash Daily is going to be killer because it's the home and remodeling show out there. Two floors of the center. Just all kinds of stuff you, you need to know. You know, if you ever watch that HGTV and you see all them experts on there, it's a bunch of experts from our area who are going to be at the home and remodeling show. They're going to give you the tips you kind of need. They're going to show you kind of products and things you need. But the main thing that I'm telling you is come on out. We got surprises. We got guests. We got crowd participations we've got all kinds of stuff it's going to be happening broadcasting live it's my first uh, live broadcast uh as far as a remote broadcast is concerned <sighs> since 2009 dog so anyway put that on your agenda it's gonna be great coming out after work st charles convention center everybody out there in st charles county are gonna be looking for you all right Smash Daily, September 25th in the St. Charles Convention Center. Time to call Super Soul Sister.
tell you, I love Super Soul Sister. And I tell you what, we got a little thing we call experience black and white. Because Super Soul Sister, she takes care of the black portion. And I, happy go lucky white guy, take care of the Caucasian portion of this particular part of the programming here at Smash Daily. How are you doing, Super Soul Sister? Hey, how are you? I'm fine. And when you talk to me like that, it makes me think that you don't know me and try to act a little more friendly towards me because that way it makes the the folks uh, believe that you and I are friends. Well, what you want me to say, hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> okay, super. So, like, oh, God. Okay. Uh, listen, I'm going <laughs> to ask you because, uh, you know, people respond to what we do here at Experience Black. And I'm going to uh-huh. ask ask you to be as timid as you can be with your responses to what I'm going to propose to you as you enlighten us from the black experience, at least one angle right. of it, so that uh, white guys such as myself can either come to understand better and or purvey our side to someone like you to enlighten you. That's how it works. Experience black. Okay. And white. Okay. Same to you. Mm-hmm. So right, okay. let's, start off, <laughs> let's start off like this. What do you, Super Soul Sister, think about this deal what uh, came down a couple, two, three days ago? And Kamala Harris was saying the Harris-Biden ticket will do this. And then Joe Biden says the Harris-Biden ticket will do this. And it's kind of like, is this like what really is in the background of this? Because that's a lot of people concerned about that. There's a lot of people questioning that. How do you take to that uh, deal? Because it looks like Kamala Harris is going to be the one that's going to be running this thing in reality if you're going along those lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on now. Stevie Wonder could see this. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. They've been talking crap. Like I said, remember on one of our other shows, they set a girlfriend up way back when she pulled out of California to not run. Uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, Mr. Obama been uh, helping her along the whole time. And, you know, since they're of the same ilk, uh, yeah, that's already, I mean, and it wasn't even no Freudian slip neither. She said it like, well, in the Harris and the blah, 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 blah. It wasn't like a hat. Oh, ooh, I mean, Biden. She ain't said I mean. She didn't correct herself. She, did, she just flat out said it. So yeah. what do that take? Well, you know, that's a good point because she did say it was just a normalcy. Uh, meaning yeah. that uh, that's what's in her mind, that's what's in her heart, that's what's in her intention, you know? So you got right. a good point there, young lady. Huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, that wasn't Freudian. Her Freudian slip was not showing, honey. She said that, yeah. as we say. Uh-huh. And so, um, yeah, then they've been telling her that for months now, so that's uh-huh. why it rolled off her tongue yeah. so easy. And then Slow Joe if he said it too, they've been telling him the same thing. <laughs> That's a good you point. Know, I hadn't so thought of that. Joe anyway. just That's was right. like, "Well, uh, and he right. can't remember where the hell he had at the time." So yeah. come on now. Well, he was at a uh, his. I just played it a little bit ago. He was at a Hispanic event, and he comes out and uh, it's National Hispanic Month, and uh, he right. comes, comes out and says. Uh, Happy National Aspanic Month to everybody. Hey, <laughs> like, God, I feel sorry for the dude sometimes, you know? But whatever. I, I don't. Uh, After that crime bill, I, I don't. All of the folks got locked up. Yeah. I can care less. He just old, slow, 
no Joe for me. Yeah, but what happens if, if uh, they become president and then Kamala does wind up taking the forefront while Joe kind of like mm-hmm. is more or less training her to become president in the next round? Because everybody says he ain't going to make the four years. And if he does, he ain't going after that. Right, right. Well, then that'll be it because that's just it. The, the Democrats, they are not going to listen to their base. They're not going to change. There's not going to be any Medicare for all. Anytime the Wall Street Journal can write an article where uh, the banksters on Wall Street are happy with Biden or Harris, yeah. then what yeah. does that say? Yeah. The money's still running it, honey, yeah. and they're not uh, interested in the plight of uh, nobody but some making money for somebody. So she could go ahead, even if she gets in, you know, and yeah. he doesn't finish his term. Coming back around, uh, winning on her own mm-hmm. is going to be a whole nother story, honey. Yeah. And it's going to be a whole thing, just like what happened with Obama, that he set the stage for Trump. Then the same thing will happen within four years to set the, the, the stage for another doggone Republican, mm-hmm. probably a smarter Trump, somebody that knows how to uh, be a little smarter and a little smoother, yeah. and it'll set the stage for them. That's yeah. what I think is going to happen if they win. It's still not uh, certain that, that uh, Harris Biden yeah. is going to even win in the first place. All right. Uh, would that uh, Trump you were talking about a moment ago, would that be Don Jr. or Ivanka? You have a preference there? I don't have no preference. You know, damn well, I ain't <laughs> voting for no Trump, nobody. But, yeah, they you well, you saw they were talking about uh, putting his son on the ticket. Yeah. No, Ivanka, just daddy. Yeah. She's just going to have to go stay with, with Kushner and just set up and what? Go make some more purses in a sweatshop all of the day. Let me ask you about Obama and LeBron. What is that story? Because uh, I think LeBron is looking to be president sometime down the line. That's what I'm I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Well, he could. <laughs> well, he's a smart businessman. I guess he understands politics, knows how to play and everything. And he's a leader in uh, mm-hmm. not only the black community, but uh, in at least a enough of a portion of the white community through his basketball and through his various pro, uh, production projects that he does. Some people could take yeah, to him, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, after what we just had, who can't be the president at this point? Man? <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I was really so pissed off yeah. at uh, Obama for doing that. Here, That was one of the most effective ways we could get some change you know, it, just think about if brothers in the NBA and the NFL were to go to strike. First of all, what are y'all white people going to do? And well, then number two. I know. I, I know I'm, uh, I, I'll, be, I'll be playing well, badminton. I'll be playing badminton myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Some tennis, that will be good. But, okay. Even though we dominate there, too. The sisters do. Oh, shut with, up. Uh, <laughs> what's not. her name? The little young black girl. I forgot. Naomi. Uh, somebody, I, yeah. I think and they I know what you're talking her about. for putting yeah. the victims on her uh, mask when she plays. Okay. But anyway. Uh, let, me, let me fire this yeah, off. Yeah, that would have fire... been effective. People would have hurried up and done something because they cannot live without their basketball and football. Yeah, so. that's a good point. But but <laughs> let's say let's say that uh, the black athletes cut out a football and cut out a basketball, all right? Now, mm-hmm. now. What if the NFL, what if uh, the NBA said, well, all right, if that's what you guys want to be, 
we're going to get these other kids come on in here, these uh, Hispanic kids, these white kids, come on play basketball. Now, 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 what's going to happen there? You think we're going to get an audience? We're not going to get an audience? What do you think? Please. <laughs> okay, fine. I can't talk okay, to you. Okay, it ain't even nothing else to say. Now, you know, dog oh well. Uh, can't nobody play like we play. Hello. Uh, I so tell you what. Because if they did, if they could yeah. trust and believe, they would already be playing. So, um, obviously, you have they ne- can't find nobody. You so, have- uh, uh, you can't replace all their brothers in football or basketball, no matter what. Now, brothers could go play in Europe, could go do whatever the hell they want to. So that's what these uh, owners owners better understand because they got options. Well, The NBA and the NFL do not. You have uh, never seen me at the free throw line, baby. Just just put it that way, all right? Let me move oh, on to yeah. another. Let me put it on to another one here. You know this, Daniel? Yeah, and I, I, I'm going to dunk on you. <laughs> With my 300-pound ass, okay? (laughs) Hey, you always had the vertical lead, baby, ever since I knew you. Uh, Oh, you got that right. Daniel Cameron. (laughs) Do you know who this guy is, this Daniel Cameron? Oh, God. He's the the attorney general for Kentucky that spoke at the Republican National Convention. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he was a great representative of uh, black folks, was he not? Uh, yeah, is that what you call him? Oh, he was. <laughs> a great, you know, they're talking about him trying to maybe run for governor of Kentucky or something like that. Oh, they, yeah. That's why he's You know how the play goes. Come speak at a convention and then go back to your state and move up and then possibly become governor or maybe senator and then you go to the senator and get in the house or the senate and then you go for president so yeah it's the republican party trying to bring in more black folks and it'll be like hey let's get with the times well, uh and then we can have black people yeah. getting you know dogging all other black people then yeah um that's what it is that's what's happening in his case i do believe so that's why they came with that settlement so fast. Hey, what do you think about this uh, Brianna? Uh, what's her last name? Brianna? Brianna Taylor. Taylor, yes, yes, yes. Uh, they gave her a settlement of $12 million there. I believe it was Louisville. How, how do you take to that? Is that, uh, what is that $12 million? Yeah, they gave Anything $12 million, but like I said, it's, it's in, um, nobody has ever gotten that much money in any settlement uh, right. for wrongful death or whatever like that with right. civil cases. And then also, um, it's not that fast either. It's been six months. So, like I said, with the whole climate of uh, racial uh, stuff going on today, then the fact that, as you heard, nothing was said about the cops, huh? Well, nobody's going to jail. Nobody. Well, no. Part of possibly part of the agreement was that uh, we will let the judicial system take care of the cops as they will be taken care of, uh, with the kind of justice that is appropriate to the crime. But for the family, mm-hmm. they have been given this, uh, I guess, uh, a form of 
reimbursement for the life that is lost and the potential that that life had to be not only for the family but uh, for the community. Are, are you not uh, happy with that particular point? Or we have no, hell no. First oh, of all, there's no price on a life. Second of all, if you if you're gonna leave it up to the judicial system, then we already know they ain't going no damn where they they're not. Uh, I think the guy that actually shot her was fired, I believe. Right. And uh, the other two people that broke in with them, there's been more uh, stuff that came forward that I found where they were trying to act like there was no police there. There were other police, and within minutes, there were like twelve. Uh, uh, police cars with lights blaring. Uh, see, they don't ever tell you that on the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the neighbors upstairs heard what happened. They called the police, okay? And um, nobody tells the whole story. That's the other thing. Having been a journalist myself, you know, the fact that we get on these tangents and nobody presents all the That's facts, right. it, right. it just drives me insane. So the whole thing, you can see, was a cover-up, the fact that when they do no-knocks, they're supposed to have an ambulance uh, close by, you know, in case something like mm-hmm. this goes down. Mm-hmm. They canceled the ambulance uh, in this case. I mean, it's all kind of stuff. So if, to me, uh, that $12 million is hush money, is uh, conscious money, or uh, whatever. Yeah. If, if, if the attorney Could general be. wants to move up, yeah. He's got too much at stake right now. So, okay, let's give them a whole bunch of money, keep them quiet, keep the protesters quiet. Um, the fact that the NFAC marched down there twice, they don't want to see no more black folks with guns coming down there. So they figure, oh, well, okay, we give out all this good money or whatever. It's going to be kind of hard for you to stay mad. So, and then I can go ahead and keep pushing for my political career. That's all that's it. That's all that is. Well, let me close with a quick um, kumbaya to you, my darling, and uh, oh, lovely Lord. Hakuna Matata to you. <laughs> that is super, this, this is called Experience Black, and that is Super Soul Sister. They call me the crazy Caucasian, the wacky white man, whatever the right. deal is. And uh, I thank you for being on here today. You're a wonderful young lady, and thank you for the insight the insight that experience black is. Of course, Mr. White Man, anytime. I can't talk to you.
Tell you what, the king of the dirt track cowboys is the announcer for the Tri City Motor Speedway. That's Doug Jenkins right over there. Hello, sir. Does the news as is always here on WBGZ. But last uh, Friday, you have a humongous crowd there. This uh, well, Friday and Sunday. Friday and Sunday, a uh, better crowd on Friday than Sunday. Yeah, but, you know we haven't had a Sunday track in a while, so yeah, people are just kind of out of the habit of going to a track on a Sunday. Sure, still a good show though. Yeah, well, Sunday you might have had some competition for opening weekend of, of football too. Uh, hard, hard to say. Well, I mean, but race car people, they they go to the track. They don't care about right. football. Right, and there stuff. is a sentiment among the uh, racing community yeah. that the NFL is done. <laughs> Kaput, out of here. Right up. I thought that even before yeah. uh, the current uh, uh, the current offense of whatever it is that everyone's yeah. offended by. Yeah. Uh, when the Rams picked up and the NFL gave them the blessing, yeah. that was it for me. I mean, all the other things that people are mad yeah. about, that's happened since then, so. Well, let's I was talk, ahead of the curve. Let's talk racing real, real quick before okay. we get to what's going on this weekend over there at uh, Tri-City. Okay. This uh, Bubba Wallace and Mike Wallace situation. Bubba Wallace leaves who? Petty? Uh, yes. To go to somebody else? Do we know who the somebody else is yet? Uh, we don't know yet, but there's uh, pretty strong rumors that Denny Hamlin is going to form a team. No kidding. It's going to be a satellite of Joe Gibbs racing. It's yeah. going to be a Toyota team, and he's going to put Bubba in the seat. That's not confirmed yet, but that's uh, the strong rumor going around the NASCAR uh-huh. garage area right now. What was, uh, as they put out what Mike Wallace said that got him banned, fined, suspended, or whatever they did to him? Uh, a couple of tweets that he, or not tweets, but uh, posts, mm-hmm. uh, tweets yeah, on Twitter. Posts. Uh, but uh, he reshared them, similar to what uh, some of our more uh, infamous incidences around here yeah. uh, said about backing the police and uh, not trusting certain ethnic groups. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and based on that, NASCAR said, uh, we're done with you and uh, bye-bye. Huh. That's wild, man. Yep. That's now, wild. If he wants to come back, he has to undergo sensitivity training. Yeah, right. Based up. on what I've seen uh, since the uh, the posts in question, I don't think he's going to pursue that. I mean, he's getting up there in age. He's almost yeah. 60. He may be 60 by now. I would think uh, he would, so, would be. I, he yeah, used to come so, on with me at Casey all the time. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking he's probably, I don't want to speak for him, but probably um, just done with it. Yeah, I would think, yeah. Well, uh, have you ever gone to sensitivity training? Know anything about it? Well, I don't have to. I'm a, I'm a very sensitive person. Well, yeah, you can see from the... From the, uh, I'm a delicate at, flower. You are a very delicate flower, yes. and, and the smell of the oil of Olay on you tells me that. You don't even have to be in the room. I can... Get it wafting down the hall. I, I'm glad Salute that's the scent that you're picking up very, on. Yes. Very <laughs> that is the sense that I am picking up on. So this coming weekend, what have we there at Tri-City Motor Speedway? All right. So tomorrow night, it's uh, Test Drive Technologies <laughs> Night. They're a brand new sponsor. We're welcoming them, welcoming them on uh, with uh, fans uh, appreciation night. It's half price for the adult admission. Friday night. Yes, it's Friday night. So uh, half price at the gate, uh, which I think uh, gets you in for eight bucks or something yeah. like that. Six bucks, eight bucks, something like that. Nice. Uh, there's going to be power wheel races for the kids. Yeah. Um, there's going to be bicycle giveaways um, and all kind of other fun stuff that uh, just kind of spur the moment happenings, along with uh, some uh, great racing. 
uh, which we've been blessed to have over there, uh, yeah. not only this season, but uh, for, for several seasons. Uh, a lot of the drivers who are competing for the national championships in their various classes call Tri-City home. So mm-hmm. I suspect we're going to see more of that. We saw the top three in the national points in the modified class there last Sunday. Uh, so we'll probably see some more of that as we head toward the end of the month. Very cool. Now, the weather's supposed to be magnificent again this weekend, man. It is. Uh, low 70s for a high tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, may drop, drop into the 50s uh, by the time races are over. Sunday, probably close to the same. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, so as far as coming on out is concerned, what should people do about food? They they allowed to bring their own food, or is it a no. concession stand thing, or what? No, place? The, the concession stand is open, uh, and uh, you can't bring food in, uh, so you have to buy it there on site. Uh, it's good racetrack food, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> especially a pork fritter. I, I love oh, a pork fritter. Definitely so. It's man. seasoned just right. The thing's as yeah. big as my head. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I never forget the first time I had a pork fritter. It was a Dairy Queen back about 1972, something like that, in Bloomington, Indiana. Uh-huh. And it was humongous, stuck so far out from the bun, you know. Mm-hmm. But boy, the taste was amazing. Yeah, I, that's one of my new favorites there. Oh, I wish I could eat that stuff. I can't eat that stuff because uh, of uh, medical situations. But golly, I used to love pork fritters. Pork tenderloins, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's good race car, uh, racetrack uh, type of food. Now oh, yeah. the the racers there. When you see these racers in NASCAR and everything, you see guys who are well built athletes, guys who have exercise, who do their aerobic, their anaerobic, and all this. The actual driver for uh, like a Tri City Motor Speed, it's just like a normal guy. It, it makes you feel real because you get to see guys who are like you driving these cars yeah i mean you've got you've got a nice mix you got some guys that are absolutely top of the game when it comes to getting in the gym yeah and then you got some guys like me (laughs) (laughs) i didn't think you'd go to that angle but uh, yes that is quite the dichotomy so this coming friday nothing on sunday no, we are we are racing Sunday. Ah, all right. Uh, it, it's our uh, last of the Sunday fun days on the calendar. So yeah. uh, come out if you look for something to do on a Sunday. We have a good time. We're socially distanced. I mean, if you come with the group, obviously you can stick with that group. Yeah. But we try and keep you six to ten feet apart from the group closest to you. And uh, we put on some really good racing this past Sunday. Um, it, was, it was just neat to be at a track on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. What time on Sunday? Sunday, we start at 5.15. That's uh-huh. about two hours earlier than we'd start on a Friday because right uh, we want to pe- get people out of right there. Got to work, got to go to school, got to do other things. So we try and get you out there a decent time. Website information? TriCitySpeedway.net. Beautiful. That's Doug Jenkins right there. He's the king of the dirt track cowboys. There ain't nothing Say no.